Okay, hi guys. Um, this is Jack. They know me as Jacqueline. So okay. this is Jacqueline here. Um, and as you know, that I'm a, um, an advocate for. I'm a DV advocate, and I'm on a training course at the moment. And um, in the past, my interviews have been talking about how important it is um, with regards to um, um, domestic violence. And as you know, I've written my book about domestic violence. So I have here my colleague Kayon, <laughs> and. Um, Last week I mentioned about the um, the age um, range with regards to that it's been lowered. Yeah, yeah, because it was before it was yeah. um, age eighteen and now they've lowered it to sixteen. Yeah, um, and Kayan's agreed and happily, thank you very yeah, much, sure. um, to share her story um, with you. Yeah. Um, so go ahead and um, tell me what happened with you. So my name is Kayon and I'm a DVPO case worker. And um, my, um, my, me, myself, have experienced domestic violence when I was actually six, 15 going 16. Um, and I feel like um, it's such a uh, topic that's not really spoken about because people assume that at that age you can't actually mm. be in a domestic um, relationship mm. because you're so young. And the relationship was actually quite violent and um, physical and it left injuries and so forth. And... Um, I would just say that, you know, if there's parents out there, school teachers, um, people that work with young people, it's just really important to encourage the importance of um, healthy relationships. Yeah. And it's just important to um, really speak up about this issue and um, kind of leave that safe space for young people to talk about it if they're if you do suspect that they are going for it, please, please, yeah. you know, get help. It's, it's a real thing and it's not uncommon, it's very common. Yeah, and for parents, what can parents do if they think that, um, you know, or, I think, or just have that conversation yeah, because some parents yeah, find it might be a bit difficult. difficult yeah, and so. I think it's just about building a really good relationship oh with your children and, oh. and bringing an, a non-judgmental um, approach to them don't make them feel judged that you know oh because I've experienced this that it's my fault yeah. from my experience like when my parents found out about it I didn't feel like I got that support that I should have got I kind of felt like um, worse because I felt like it, the blame was kind of put on me like oh, right. you shouldn't have been involved in this so you shouldn't right. have what I'm saying so that kind of shut me down right. so I and think, how could there have been more understanding I think, think it's if they just didn't put any judgement on me mm. and the blame on me and I think it's, it's it, it was difficult because it's like now I'm in my 20s that's this is the time I'm actually dealing with it yeah, and yeah. actually being in a relationship as well. So it's 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 it it, it did have a really big impact mm. on me mm. and it did leave me questioning a lot of things. That like, was it really my fault? Mm. No, it's never your fault. You know, what I mean, it's it's just you know. So it's just kind of expressing and explaining to get out or, or get help because mm. <laughs> it doesn't get better. I promise, it doesn't yeah, get better. Yeah. And what advice? Just quickly, because we've got to go soon. Yeah. <laughs> what advice would you give to a sixteen-year-old mm -hmm. or you know in their teens who's in a new relationship? And mm -hmm. um, what are some of the warning signs you think that they should be looking out for? So if if you, sometimes it's down to gut instinct. So if you feel you see certain things is just not right. If that person makes you feel uncomfortable, if they're you know saying or making you do things that you're not happy with, if they're very aggressive, aggressive or for me it was. It always started with play fighting that mm. actually wasn't play fighting it was actually him being physical towards yeah. me um so things like that it's just um 
you know, kind of being mindful of those red flags and not assuming that things mm. get better over time, but it's actually knowing that it's it's just going to keep getting worse. Yeah. And actually talk to someone about it. Yeah. Um. So my advice is just is just to um even if you're not confident in talking to your friend or parent, actually speaking to someone, a stranger, a helpline or something, just to kind of get it out there to get the best advice that you can and know that you're not alone and you're not going to get in trouble mm. if you speak up about it. Mm. And yeah. they're also because, um, as I was mentioned before in my in my post, that it's not always physical. No, it me. can be verbal. Yeah. They're putting you down, um, speaking down at you, degrading you, cussing you, um, isolating you from your friends. Um, <laughs> there's so many ways yeah. you know it could be financially using you uh, for your money mm. and um, just being controlling yeah. everything that you do and everything that you say so there's just so many ways yeah that yeah, yeah definitely yeah. um thanks Lynn for joining me and Carol thank you very much and this is why I've I've um I wrote my book just to and I did it in a fictional context but just to highlight some of the issues that abuse is not just physical mm. and that there are other variables that come along with it. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I just like to say thank you very so much for sharing. So we didn't get to go on more. <laughs> yeah, we're on our we're on our break so we've yeah, um, got limited time. Limited time exactly. Yeah. But um hopefully at some point we can have a more in-depth conversation definitely that i'd definitely like to do that but um for now thank you guys very much for joining me and um take care bye